you don't have to be afraid of changes unless you're thinking of changing from this podcast to another, because we'll hunt you down, son. That's right, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that talks about famous songs and their many cover versions and compares them against one another to determine which one's the best. I think we can safely still say we're the only podcast that does that. Yeah, the other guys don't really do that. I know, and I tried to find them on the internet yesterday. I couldn't, so... I think they might have a Facebook page. Oh, okay. I don't remember. I Like, I looked, and it just kept giving me that other podcast, Coverville. What do they do? Which is at least, they just, uh, I think they just highlight, like, individual covers. Oh, okay. So, like, we brought this artist down, and he's doing the cover, and it's right on. And then okay. they probably talk about the song a bit and, and stuff. And perform at Studio Live. Yeah, Studio Live. Do they do that? I don't know. I've okay. never actually listened to it. Okay. Because I'm scared to see the competition. Right. Well, definitely foremost, maybe only. Maybe only. I'm going to say only today. We're the only ones. I I'm it. your host, as always. <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> Fucking, what is it? The guy from Transformers? Uh, what, like Megatron? No. <laughs> Megatron, no. Optimus Prime? Oh, I said Transformers, but I meant um, Power Rangers. Oh, um, yeah. He's like one of the little cronies, isn't he? No, they're like... Oh, the big head? You sounded like you sounded like there were two people doing your voice. Oh, yeah. I was doing my own harmonies with myself. Or the... <laughs> you know, the, the villain from... From Shadow of the Colossus. Or are you the villain? Doesn't matter. It, it, um, impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to resurrect my dead girlfriend. Princess? Princess? Anyway. My wife. <laughs> That's right, baby. Uh, classic. Um, yeah, I'm your host as always, Jake Cressy, joined by my Snow White co-host. Alex Spielberger. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, like, like you the know, princess. like Snow White, <laughs> like Snow White dancing Today, in are, a clearing. We are talking about Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. I took my love, took it down. I climbed a mountain and I turned around, and I saw. Wait, hang on, I gotta, gotta, oh look, a sparrow has alighted on my palm. <laughs> oh my goodness, we are in a basement right now. Yes. And a sparrow has come in, there are no open windows. It's the, it's the magic of Disney? Yeah. Oh my god, it's, it's changing the audio levels right now, it's helping us mix. Wow. You guys, I think we have a sound engineer. <laughs> it flew away. Be Thank free. You, sparrow. Be free, sparrow. All right. God, that's why, you know, that's why we do it every yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> we just, we're doing this for the wildlife we're trying to save the planet that's right yes <laughs> we're doing landslide by fleetwood mac um we were actually supposed to see fleetwood mac this past monday but steven nicks got the flu again or the first time or the first time. They, they canceled it anyway postponed it. they were supposed to be here in november of last year and they yeah. also got sick but they at that time they did not close disclose the band member but i think they did it this time because they're like they're not gonna believe that we just keep getting sick unless we start handing out names. Yeah, really. I mean, I, when my mom told me, because it was my mom who told me. She's like, sorry to hear this because I know you're going. And I was like, I didn't know that because it was like the day before the concert. Yeah. Like, super close to it. And uh, and I was like, she got sick again, but it didn't. It, it was just once. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough because you, you transferred me money and I was like, cool, $126. <laughs> then, and I was like, ah, I have to give it back now. <laughs> Sad. It was a sad day. So we're talking about landslide because it's about changes. And your boy here is not going to be able to see Fleetwood Mac when they come to Calgary again. He's going to be in Vancouver. Oh, official announcement. Official announcement. We're Everybody, breaking up. Just kidding. Yeah, that's it. It's over. And that's why we're playing this song. It's the end, It's guys. very sad. 
Cause I'll be my life around you. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just doing backups. Maybe. Maybe. No, we're not breaking up. I'm just, we're going to do it long distance. Cause that's, we're going to make this thing work. I'm going to make it Long work. distance. You and me, because we care. Yeah. So don't worry, kids. Mom and dad aren't getting divorced. We're just, we're just spending some, some time, time apart. apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying. We're going to figure it out, though. And so if the audio quality after this episode takes, well, we're actually going to have one more recording together because I'll still be here next weekend. Okay. Okay. So we'll have one last recording. Of, of our standard audio level. And so, then there's going to be some experimentation, I think. Yes, yeah, so we're going to have some, some highs and lows. So stick with us. It's going to be a, a blast. I might be able to get a Netflix actor on the show. <gasps> I'll be living with him. Amazing. Amazing. I might be able to get an independent film director on the show, except he doesn't want to be on the show. But we're going to make him. I'm coming for you, Tesh. I know you don't listen. You download every episode, but you don't listen. And we appreciate it, Tesh. We appreciate that. It's good for the numbers. Tell your friends. Fleetwood Mac, baby. Baby. <laughs> Landslide. So this is, uh, it's featured on the band's self-titled album, which isn't their first album. But was it the first? I think it was the first one with uh, this lineup. Yeah, I think this is like the Fleetwood Mac everyone knows and loves. Yeah. Which is probably why they went with the, the eponymous title. It's I mean, it's quite a difference listening to like Black Magic Woman and then this. Like, mm -hmm. They've definitely changed. Oh, a lot thematically appropriate hey. hey and you know what the band built themselves around mick fleetwood which is weird right he's yeah. just the drummer who he... did a lot of coke like <laughs> i mean that's what that's the that's the backbone of the band right i guess he's holding it down back there but he's not in this song no this is exclusively stevie nicks and lindsey buckingham so that's let me tell you some fun facts live version released as a single 23 years later and that version reached 51 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 10 on the adult contemporary chart. Is that the one that is on YouTube? Yes, as, I like, believe the so. Video, as the official music the video? The official music video. Which is great to watch just to see Lindsey Buckingham play guitar. Yeah. he is insane at it. It's pretty good. Like, as I, I picked this song this week, and I was like, yeah, this is musically complex. I'm like, no, Lindsey Buckingham's just very good at guitar. <laughs> there is two aspects to this song. Stevie Nicks singing... And Lindsey Buckingham on guitar. I think he might be playing like three guitars. I don't know how. <laughs> I think it's just two. Probably. Because he does the, so like the main rhythm and that like one bass note is him on one guitar. Right. And then the. There's like a kind of blues electric guitar. Yeah, that, that is, I assume, well. a separate track that he's put on top. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Unless, it has to it be. It has to be. <laughs> I don't think there's another guitar player. Wait, no. No. No, it's just those In the two. Band. Yeah. So it's got to be. Yeah, because that's and that's why they always have to replace Lindsey Buckingham with two dudes when they when they tour. They pick some good dudes this time. Yeah, it was uh fucking Mitch Campbell, Mike Campbell, Mike, Mike Campbell. Campbell, uh, who famously made the drum beat for Boys of Summer. And I believe did he co-write the? He worked on it anyway. He worked on it. He was a big part of that. Yeah, and he's of course also guitarist for Tom Petty, Rest in Peace, and the Heartbreakers. Rest it, live in peace. <laughs> T P R I P and the H P. <laughs> If you exactly. Will. And they also have Neil Finn from Crowded House, the, the New Zealand rock pop rock band. Of course. Who does that one song? That's Yeah, that one. Yeah. It was a good song. 
Is it called Hey Now? I, th- I think it's called Don't. No, it's Don't Dream It's Over. Okay, because there's that one. Anyway. Hey Now is a song, I think, by Oasis, but also probably a lot of other bands. Yeah. Like, I believe the Talking Heads have a song called Hey Now. Hey Now. Oh, sorry. Talking Heads. Yeah, there's Can't no put the the in. Yeah. I mean, that would be weird, right? I believe the band Talking Heads. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Nix wrote this song while contemplating going back to school or continuing on professionally with Lindsey Buckingham. That was probably a good move. Yeah, so they just actually made an album at this point, her and Buckingham, called, I believe, Buckingham and Nix. Yes. And it had been dropped by the, the studio. The studio was like, no, fuck this No, album. you have to be part of another band and then do that anyway, mm-hmm. because, so, yeah. So then she was in Aspen, Colorado, in, like, a friend's living room, and she was She's looking out at the, the Rocky Mountains, and here's what she says about that. She says, looking out at the Rocky Mountains, pondering the avalanche of everything that had come crashing down on us. That moment, my life truly felt like a landslide in many ways. A There's land- a dot, dot, dot in there, so like part of that quote's just gone. Yeah. Maybe it's the part where she says, seriously, I know the difference between an avalanche and a landslide. <laughs> landslide. Yeah, it's I just understand. it fit better. <laughs> so I said landslide, okay? Avalanche Chill. three syllables. It's tougher to fit in. <laughs> And so, yeah, the big influences were Lindsey Buckingham and her relationship with him uh, professionally, and then her dad. So she says this, she says, my dad did have something to do with it, but he absolutely thinks he was the whole complete reason it was ever written. I guess it was about September 1974. I was home at my dad and mom's house in Phoenix, and my father said, you know, you really put a lot of time into this, editor's brackets, her singing career. Maybe you should give this six more months, and if you want to go back to school, we'll pay for it. Basically, you can do whatever you want, and we'll pay for it. I have wonderful parents, and I went, cool, I can do that. Huh. And she threw the shaka in. See, I thought this was about September 2001. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know. Because America lost its innocence. Because America lost its innocence. So, but, but, you know, whatever. No. Stevie Nicks lost her innocence in 1974 in Aspen, Colorado. <laughs> in Aspen, Colorado. So, yeah, it really is just, I don't know how much we could break down the instrumentation any more than just, like... Yeah, I mean, like, there's at least one picked guitar. Either he's very good, which he is. He is. Or, or there's another picked guitar. No, it is exclusive. But I, that can't be possible, track. right? It's gotta so, be. Because what you're hearing there is he always does, he hits the, like, bass notes, and that's right. like, doom, 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 to do the chord changes. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, do, do, and he's just. And it just it gets more complex yeah. at one point. Um, To the point where I thought, oh, is that two? But no. No. He's just good. It's And one. then the other guitar. So, I mean, that's the instrumentation. There's no percussion. There's no bass. Yeah. There's no. I mean, was Christine McVie even in the band at the time? I want to say yes, but I have no idea. I have no way to back that fact up. Well, I should look up the track list on that first album. But anyway. Yeah, it is. Ex- like, I, like, on the Wikipedia page, it's like, tra- like it's personnel for this one. And it's Stevie Nicks vocals, Lindsey Buckingham guitar. Okay. And that's it. Mm-hmm. She, oh, yeah, she was totally in the band. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and then, yeah, like the little bridge slash guitar solo. Um, with that, we should probably just jump into the lyrics, right? Yeah, let's talk about the lyrics. Let's talk about the lyrics. It's very, like, poem. It is a poem. It's very poem. I took my love, took it down. Because it was up on the wall and she took it down. Yeah, is that, I'm assuming it's a mantle for some reason. Or, like... There's the, like, physically taken down. You're like, I took my blanket down to the park and had a picnic. Like, right. You're just like, I brought it with me. 
Like it's, okay, yeah. It's, it's part of her, I guess. Like she's, right. she's carrying so it she with her. So she took it with her up the and mountain. And then she climbed the mountain, and then she looked out across the... She says hills, but I assume other mountains. Like, you know, they look like hills, maybe. Yeah, they look like hills. Because of the... Can hills you're up compose in mountain. mountains? If you get enough of them together, is it just <laughs> like... Like twenty hills, yeah, one mountain. One mountain. It's <laughs> like if I have to assume, like it's a, it's a, like a bell curve, and you got your, you got your foothills, which is the small amount of hills on the outside, and the most hills are in the middle, right? Which is where the mountains are. So yeah, it has to be. There's no other explanation. <laughs> that's, that's it. So yeah, I climbed a mountain. And I turned around. So she gets to the top of this mountain, and I think the mountain is sort of like her, basically the path in life she's taken, right? Yeah, or it's like some like it's 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 just representing like having done something like going through life yeah, trials and, and theoretically reached an endpoint because she climbed the mountain. I suppose. I guess it may like probably before success maybe felt like like it was some end, mm-hmm. or at least the end of a path. Yeah, because she got so high on this. I mean, it doesn't say she hit the peak. True. But she did climb this mountain. True, true. And then she sees her reflection in the snow-covered hills. Till the landslide brings her down. So it's about looking back on your life, I guess, and yeah, seeing it. Which is another, we've talked about this before. Um, this idea of like young people writing songs about looking back over their life and being like, it's been such a crazy ride, but like they're like a quarter of the way through their lives. Which yeah. is exactly what we would probably do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I look back on like the last All the month time, and I'm like, yeah. holy fuck. Yeah, I've changed Life's so much. <laughs> oh boy. What what you know, to be a month younger again. Uh, yeah. Mm. I'm just like, oh man, like the Grateful Dead said, what a long, strange trip it's been. <laughs> holy fuck. But hey, I climbed the mountain and I, I turned, turned around. around. I saw my reflection in the snow cover. So yeah, it's like it's like self reflection. And then but then the landslide brings you down. Yes. And then there's a landslide. Just which sort of eviscerates her progress. Right. Which you can see in the form of her album with Buckingham getting dropped and obviously totally. nothing else turning out. Coming back to square one, but also a place where you could climb a different mountain. Exactly. Maybe even a better mountain. Better mountains? Who knows? So yeah, at that point, you're like, well, do I keep going up this mountain or do I pick another mountain? And that mountain is education. Maybe. I mean, I think so could be i mean that's one there's got to be an education mountain and there's got to be a superstardom mountain which like happened really fast yeah was she when she wrote the song was she a member of fleetwood mac do you know i don't know i'm gonna say no yeah it sounds like no because fleetwood mac was pretty successful before you know nick's buckingham yeah so very different after but still very successful so it's interesting. Yeah. So that's, that's your first first. That, that brings up the whole concept of the song. A landslide and mountains. So we get to verse two. Oh, mirror in the sky. What is love? What's the mirror in the sky, Alex? Is it still? Because she's seeing her reflection in the hills. It's not really in the sky, but she's kind of looking out over the... Oh, but, but is it also projecting the reflection upwards? Is it a rainbow? In the sky. Could no, be. sorry, that's refraction. Uh, I apologize. Oh, refraction in the sky. What, <laughs> what is love? Imagine using refraction <laughs> in the sky instead of rainbow in a song. <laughs> like, I am poetic. Could be. I was also thought of just the idea of looking up to the sky when you're being reflective. 
Yeah, I guess so. That's a big like looking up into the right or whatever. Yeah. Like, did I read that somewhere? Is that just bullshit? When it's like when you're thinking about the future, you look up, and when you're thinking about the past, you look down. I'm like, I don't know. Is it true? I always thought it was if you it look might be up to the right, you're you're doing like truth thinking. Like you're not gonna lie. So if you're like, oh yeah, I was at the bar yesterday, but if you're looking up and left, you're you're concocting lies. Oh. Well, people used to not like left. They kind of still don't. You know why they don't like left? Because it means less money in their their corporate banks. Oh, Fucking capitalist talking banks. <laughs> That's right. That's right. This is a political podcast. Political. I'm your host, political. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, and then the child in her heart. Yeah, can the child within my heart rise above? So, I guess, it, like, on one side, landslides can literally consume people right right and i guess the child in your heart is sort of child your... children can be consumed by people. children are weak and <laughs> fragile but see, susceptible so, to landslides so she was young when she wrote this asking is she because she feels she's still a child able to overcome this adversity no is that I what you got out that, of it no, no i think so the child within my heart is like your you know your pure dreams and ambitions yeah, I think that's almost what I meant, almost, but not specifically. But you, but you said she is still a child. No, well, she thinks of herself as kind of... No, I think she has a child in her heart. Yeah, are we saying the same thing? I think those are different, though. There's a clear distinction between between saying there's a child that lives in my heart, and I am still a child. Like, she still has tendencies, like, maybe childish tendencies, or, or doesn't think of herself as totally mature. I feel well, yeah, in the sense that her goals and ideas, i.e., becoming like a singer, okay, are, are potentially childish because yeah. it's not like being practical. Yeah, going to like, work in get an education, work at the the job factory. Yes, yeah. you know, different. Okay, I still think we kind of said the same thing. I think I think you're veering too much. I don't know. Okay, I think the key thing is that she doesn't think she is necessarily a child, right? But like, still. It's like 18 Life by Alice sweet. Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a boy and I'm a man. Yeah. Like, there's tendencies of both, but, like, can I, even though that is part of me, can I, can I rise above maybe that and, and move into the world? Well, I feel it's like, is my, will my goals, will the, the dreams I had as a child survive the obstacles ahead? Can I get through the things ahead? The landslide. The landslide ah. with my inner child intact. I like that. Because that's why it says, can it rise above? Or is it going to get suffocated in the landslide? And the, the small corpse of these dreams is going to be found months later by a hiker. And then the ocean tides as well. Yeah. Well, and then, yeah, you get, can I sail through the change in ocean tides, which is like, life is full of changes. Right. Can I, get, uh, can can I, I successfully get a boat through there? You know. <laughs> Boating through life, as you do. Yeah, well, but you're the boat, I guess, in this. But also the one captain in the ship. The boat became a ship. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I think we're... Like, All this is acceptable. Yeah, it's just like, can I sail through the change in ocean tides? Can I handle the seasons of my life? Ah, another seasons of your life metaphor. Hell yeah. Shoutouts to... Hazy Shade, Hazy Shade of, Winter. of Winter. And I think that... That kind of goes back to one of the interpretations we brought up in Hazy Shade of Winter is how these seasons are not necessarily the big chunks of your life, like four discrete sections of life, but right. rather like four things that happen consistently Over throughout your lifetime. Yeah. 
the ups and downs. Yeah, so she's clearly, we've already got the ideas of snow. This is a winter in her life right now. Ah, another winter song. That's right. Also a great Halloween track, just like A Hazy Shade of Winter. <laughs> yes, put this on your Halloween playlist. Playlists. Playlists. Allow me to enunciate. Yeah, so that's pretty much just can I, like, think, because if we go to the chorus, we chop a little head. Well, I've been afraid of changing. So the things brought up in verse two are about changing. They are. Changing tides, changing seasons, and the, of course, what's brought up in the chorus as well, aging. Let's try that again. Aging. I'm doing a little one. One more? Do you need one more? Aging. 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 I've been afraid of changing because I built my life around you. You, in this scenario, is Lindsay Buckingham. Where's her father? Also that. Is it just like that idea of like needing to move past relationships? Yeah. Because obviously her and Lindsay Buckingham continue to work together. So yeah. But they still needed to move past the, yeah. the relationship part. But also she's talking about like kind of moving into the world, maybe. Mm-hmm. To the greater, you know, the workforce. That's Except right. Not really. But so that's kind of moving away from like your parents. Yeah, so, so just any any kind of change where you have to leave people behind, more or less. Especially because she wrote the song when she was between these two paths, right? Right. Getting help from her parents, going to get an education, and becoming a secretary or whatever the fuck. Or sticking with Lindsay Buckingham, and so each one kind of represents a betrayal of the other in some sense. Mm-hmm. And so she, I think it is directed at both of those people, both to the professional relationship with Lindsay Buckingham, because she's sort of attached her career to him. She says, I'm afraid of changing because everything I've done so far, the mountain I climbed was around you. I did it kind of almost for you and with you. Mm -hmm. And so if I now detach myself from that relationship, it's terrifying. That is a change from what has been the current mountain trajectory. And then the same with your father. You're like, you you birthed me, as all fathers (laughs) do. (laughs) You know, you raised me, we spent 20-odd right, years right. together, and and if I don't take you up on this education opportunity, it's I'm detaching from you, and like it's possible you might resent me for that decision if I fuck up and get hooked on smack or whatever. I think there were a lot of drugs involved. Tons of drugs. But, you know. All the time. But, you know, if, if I become a, a disappointment. Right, right. So yeah, I've been so weigh in was Stevie Nicks a disappointment? Yeah, it's yeah. Hit us up on shout Twitter. out if you're Stevie Nicks's dad. Holler at me on Twitter, Jake the Cressy, J A K E T H E C R E S S Y hashtag. I'm Stevie Nicks's dad. <laughs> I don't know if they let apostrophes in. Yeah, you're gonna have to just. What's the name? Um, just hashtag Oh Daddy. Isn't that the song? Oh, yes. I don't even think that's a Stevie Nicks song. Not important. Not important. Can I handle the seasons of my life? We already talked about that line. We did. But time makes you bolder. Even children get older. And I'm getting older too. I feel like that line refers to maybe a choice. And it might support the argument that he's, she's ta- addressing her dad here. Time makes you bolder. You know, so, so much time has passed. Eventually I'm going to do the thing that I, I want to do. Right. And then even children get older, and I'm getting older, too. Because, like, sometimes you can accept the concept that kids get older, but then you're like, Dad, I'm also, like, I was a kid, and now I'm getting older. And things are changing. Things are changing. It's all about change. That's right. And there's a nice, I do like, 
generally they she really sticks with the like naturalistic imagery it's all like even when she talks about the she goes from talking about the mountain she starts talking about like oceans and tides and you know sticks with yeah, and seasons kind of and i mean it doesn't maybe doesn't make sense but you, well, if there's anything I learned from Shakira, it's that mountains are generally right beside the ocean. Yes, and you can dive right in from the top. Yeah. Which is very handy. Oh, Shakira. And Shakira, then is that, Shakira. Is that it? for? Well, then we get the first verse again, but different. Yeah. Where she says, take my love, take it down, instead of took. And then, this is weird, because then she kind of twists it to be about the listener. Ah. She says, I'll climb a mountain and turn around, and if you see my reflection in the snow-covered hills... Well, the landslide will bring you down. Why would we see her reflection in the snow-covered hills? Maybe what that refers to is more like, it's more like if you hear this song in your head, like if this kind of strikes a chord with you when you're up your metaphorical mountain, then like you're in that, you, you, you are where I was, and there's going to be a landslide, brother, and you're going to have to either it's gonna bring you down. It's gonna bring you down, but you're you got you're gonna come to a choice. You're gonna have to do something. You're gonna have to re-pursue that mountain or fucking change tack. But it's gonna bring you down. Nice that the song addresses you at the end. Mm-hmm. I've always said there's not enough songs that address me. Hey! Jake Cressy! <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> and that is yeah, that's it. So so to summarize, the song is about changes. Ch-ch- changes change you kind of uh like she climbs a mountain turns around and, and faces the strange changes. yeah you, you gotta turn and face the strange mm-hmm. to changes yeah so it's like it's about an uncertainty brought by like generally the landslide is a a natural event yeah i mean she could have talked about crossroads or whatever mm-hmm. but it probably would have been less interesting exactly it's about so yeah it kind of gives you that like sense of smallness in a bigger world right right because you're dwarfed by the size of a mountain because mountains i don't know if you've seen mountains yeah they're very large i've seen breasts and mistaken them (laughs) for mountains yeah i mean they're very similar it's i don't blame you especially like when you get enough it's like when you get enough hills together if you get enough breasts together you're like whoa whoa oh my god what is this everest yeah so yeah the, the official music video for this is just them doing it live. Yeah, what they called the official music video, but what I would call a live version. <laughs> a live performance. And yeah, it's like the live performance is pretty much the same. It's just uh like Lindsey Buckingham does still the like solo bit, but different. Because there's no like electric guitar. Mm-hmm. And he can't obviously do the rhythm bit and the solo at the same time. It's tricky. It's tricky. And he's a good guitarist, a great guitarist even, but not that good great. Good, great, great, <laughs> great, good, golly, gosh. Should we talk about Ginny Riley? I took my love, I took it down. I climbed the mountain and I turned around. And I saw my reflection. We should talk about Ginny Riley. Do you know who this is? Because I found a group called Riley and Maloney. Which I yeah. think Ginny Riley was a member of, but possibly a part of. It gave me a little like the Google sidebar. It had Ginny Riley in it. She's apparently a children's musician. Okay. Yeah. Sure, I can accept that. So this is. I'm uh, afraid of 
changing. This is like if you watched a five-star <laughs> cooking show and saw them put all the ingredients together, and you're like, I can buy those ingredients and make that, but you're buying, like, President's Choice. Doesn't quite work. <laughs> it's like, it's the same, kind of. Yeah, this one is very close. Well, although, it mm. does open with this, like, string sound, mm-hmm. which sounds like a lot strings. of other things. It sounds, it definitely reminds me of Forever Young. Yes, I got that, and occasionally I was like, I thought it was Sweet Talking Woman for like a split second, because Sweet Talking Woman doesn't play for as long. Right. And I'm like, is this, no, it's too long, like, what's happening? <laughs> but yeah, it sounds like a lot of things. Yeah, and then it starts out actually with the chorus. I've been afraid of changing. She does. She does. And then it, we hit the the first few bridge notes on the guitar. It does that do 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 do? And then it goes into the song proper, where it's just like yeah. There's some finger picking. Is there also a strummed guitar? Does this one have an extra I'm guitar in it? Not a hundred percent sure. Hey, do you know she's got a cover of "I Second That Emotion," the hit song by the Miracles? No. I don't know that song. <laughs> no, but we talked about it on our episode about the miracles. Oh shit, did we? Mm-hmm. I you said, and I quote, I like the title of that song, and I said, I knew you would. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. She definitely could be a children's artist, right? Yeah, like, for sure. That, I believe that, like... In a, like an old lady singing voice. Kind of like soft, and there's like this not-quite-Mellotron sound. Mm-hmm. In the background. Maybe it is a Mellotron. It's believable, right? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, I'm not crazy about that voice. Oh, we get this weird uh, vocal harmony towards the end on the word C. Does it just, like, add, like, some reverb? It just adds, like, other people to it, I think. But just for that one word. That's weird. Like, C! And you're like, oh, hey, there's definitely a lot of, like, reverb on these vocals. Yeah. And then occasionally it'll do, like, a weird echo thing. The album Mart has her uh, looking out a window. Yeah, she's opening up blinds, and she's like, oh? She's like, oh, Riley? <laughs> That's the name of the album, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's like a finger-plucked guitar, but it's obviously less complex than the original. Slower. Yeah, it's kind of it's doing a little finger pattern, and then it kind of does a strum. Yeah, but it's I'm also like instrument. It's, it's also just the guitar. That's all we got going on in this one. This is like this version is for people who in 1985 were like, "I wish music sounded like it was still made in the 50s." Yeah, this is kind of a boring. They're like Fleetwood Mac's too hard for me, and you're like, "Okay, Fleetwood Mac, no, thank you, no thanks." I only listen to soft rock. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything else. It's like slow. That's all. Yeah, it's it's not crazy. It's not it's not a good version. Sorry, Ginny Riley. We're here to talk about the Smashing Pumpkins. We are. I was a little surprised to hear the Smashing Pumpkins had a version of this song. Featured on the B-side of their 1994 single, Disarm. And this one gained the approval of Stevie Nicks herself, who said there's nothing more pleasing to a songwriter than, editor's brackets, someone else, doing one of their songs, editor's brackets, landslide, also led me to being friends with Billy, editor brackets, Corrigan, and the possibility (laughs) that we'll work together. (laughs) 
So to read that clean for you, that was, there's nothing more pleasing to a songwriter than someone else doing one of their songs, Landslide, also led me to being friends with Billy Corgan and the possibility that we'll work together. They have not worked together. Yeah, I was going to ask, because I didn't look. I-, I looked. I could find nothing. It hasn't happened yet. Yet. There's still time. I think Billy Corgan's still around. He's still alive. It certainly, certainly is that. I don't know if he still smashes pumpkins. Oh, she also says, over this song, there's been this incredible connection. He reached out. I believe that my poetry is really meant for everyone, no matter what age. That's nice. No editor's brackets in that one? Not a one. There was an ellipses. So. Oh. It means we had to stitch some things together here. Hit number three on the modern rock charts and number 30 on the U.S. airplay charts. I mean, this is a solid version if you like the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, here's my thing about Billy Corgan's singing voice. You ever just, like, take a volume knob and kind of go, like, (laughs) like, left and right really quick? That is, you say, he's got a lot of louds and softs. Well, I've been afraid of Jesus, because I've been my life. You're like, stop. Uh, We call those dynamics, Chase. (laughs) And it's emotional. It's excessive. Okay. (laughs) Stick with one for a bit longer, Billy Corgan. It's definitely better than Ginny, I'll give you that. Yes. Yes, it's um, it's an acoustic cover. It is an acoustic cover. It does the finger picking guitar. Yeah, you get some of that string noise in there, and you know that like zip, little buzz, <laughs> like that, that stuff. So you can hear the fretboard. Not as bad as that one we talked about a while ago. Yeah, fast we're pretty car. sure there was an entire just fret like fretboard track. track for that. Yeah. Um, um, the guitar solo kind of draws from the original while doing its own thing with it it's like yo remember the original you're like yes and it's like this is the smashing pumpkins version you go oh okay yeah yeah. oh yeah i'd smash pumpkins to this and uh when he says rise above he's just like it's like mad like you cannot hear what he says i think it's about a like 30 seconds 30 to 40 seconds in and it is just i could not stop laughing at that Mad boo. <laughs> Mad boo. <laughs> okay. He's got a, a bit of bit of theatrics in his voice. Like he does a little little soft and tender bits and snow. Yeah. That's, it's, it's it's called dynamics. It's called I dynamics. mentioned uh it's called maybe, dynamic maybe pumpkins. Called dynamics. <laughs> I'll say this, it's the grunge cover that nineteen ninety four needed. I agree. At least he didn't do Black Hole Sun instead. That's right. That would have been very soon. And possibly this happened before that, so it's true. Could. I don't. I don't know the exact timeline. Yeah, this one was good. It was fine. Yeah. I, I'd go to a, a Smashing Pumpkins concert. That's a lie. They were selling tickets for cheap, and I didn't. Oh really? Like last year, yeah. people were like, "Man, Smashing Pumpkins can still great." And I was like, "How many people are at the show?" He's like, "It's just me and my buddy." <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Kidding. There was more people than that, but it had to be more than two people. That'd be crazy. Can you imagine playing a show in the Calgary Saddle Dome? To two people? <laughs> two people. Do you think they would let you into the bottom area if there was no one, like... You stay the fuck in your seats! <laughs> no! Jeez. Oh, <laughs> you gotta pay the band, like, a hundred extra bucks up front, and they're like, okay, now you can come down here. <laughs> Fine. We're sending a security guy up to you. He's gonna check to make sure the money is legit. He's going to bring it back to us. We're going to count it, and then we'll give you the go-ahead. No, we're not delaying the concert. You have to listen to the beginning up there while we do this, okay? Then you have to leave the stadium, go down through the thing, 
and then we you come out. Print off the, the new tickets on Ticketmaster. <laughs> oh, oh, you didn't bring a printer? <laughs> what are you fucking? No, stupid? we will not scan your phone. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus. Yeah, Billy Corgan. Good yeah, job, Billy. Billy Corgan. Way to go. Dixie Chicks, two thousand two, baby. My love and I took it down. Climbed a mountain and I turned around And I saw my reflection All right, this is um what the kids call country. Still no percussion. Yeah, no percussion. But rhythm. Rhythm. They had more instruments for sure. Yeah, well because they, they had a, a banjo. They got a banjo, a mandolin. They've a, got a banjolin. Twang? It's it's twanging all up in here. This is from their album Home. And you know what? It reached the top 10 on the Billboard Hot 100 and the Hot Country songs, I believe it's called. I've written down here Hot Country Jams or whatever the fuck. But I think it's just songs. Yeah. No, I think it's jams or whatever the fuck. Their only number one single on the adult contemporary charts. Alex, riddle me this. I thought all Dixie Chicks songs would be adult contemporary. Well, yeah, but this is the only number one. Okay. What is adult contemporary? Um, You know, every time I think I know... I don't. David Bowie. David Bowie. Was listed as adult contemporary sometimes. I mean, does that just mean they've been around for a while and people who are, like, middle-aged listen can to listen them? to them comfortably? It's contemporary adult music? I guess. Such a And, dumb like, term. it's not, like, edgy or less edgy? That's what I've always it's assumed. Like, who's doing adult contemporary now? The Goo Goo Dolls? 21 Pilots? I don't know. Are the Goo Goo Dolls <laughs> still around? I, probably. They do. They do work. Sure. Did you know that lead singer Natalie Maines said she was attracted in part to the song because she was then the same age that Nyx was when she initially performed it? So pretty young. Yeah. I'm going to say 25. Oh, that's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> that's a weird way of putting it. Yeah, I'll thank God. That's not like that young. That's as old as I am. She only performed it with Stevie Nicks at VH1 Divas Las Vegas in 2002, the same year this song came out. I did not know that. I'm not too surprised though, because I'm like this is the, probably the version I knew the most. I, like which, I've heard yeah. this one. I hadn't heard this one until I like I knew it existed. Yeah, I hadn't heard it until this week. Because like this is not a song I've listened to a lot, but this version like was the one I would always think of. Like if I heard this no, song, I think I knew it was Fleetwood Mac. Okay, but kind of only vaguely. Do you think you don't listen to this song a lot because you 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 are either a not scared of changing, or B, have just never changed? Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, it's because I don't accept change at all. Okay. I just right. completely reject it. Here I am with my radical right-wing co-host, Alex <laughs> Mildenberger. Boom. Changed? No. no. Not here. Not here. Not for me. Not in my country. No. Let me tell you this. They throw in this whole, well, maybe yeah, they have, they section. Have, they have their well maybes. That's the biggest change. They also do like a little oh oh bit after, I think, the first verse. They do. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Those are your two keys for understanding in the future if a version is covering the Dixie Chicks or the Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, so that's the big toe. Even though this is pretty similar. Doesn't it, change that and much. Does the well maybe add something? It adds a verse. Yeah. <laughs> like but time? I mean, from a lyrical perspective, because in the original, Stevie Nicks says, basically in the last verse, you go up the mountain and you look around and you see my reflection, then it's happening. Like, it's landslide well, time, baby. It's but landslide now, <laughs> time, baby. But this one's like, well, 
Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe you're just on a mountain looking at Or maybe snow. it's going to be an avalanche. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Come on, Dixie Chicks. Come on, Dixie Chicks. We don't even know what mountains are. Uh, yeah, if you watch this music video, they have no fucking clue what A, snow is, B, a mountain is. <laughs> they do know how to make buildings. Yeah, they do know bend. how to make buildings do the mascot noise from <laughs> Clone High. Geshi. <laughs> Geshi! Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we get. Is there a guitar on this, or is it just banjo and mandolin? I think there's a guitar. If you like in the music video, one of the one of the chicks is yeah like, has that like, country has guitar that's like lap like, playing. Yeah, which I don't know if it's like it's not really a lap. Remember guitar. when it's a random twist that she she's just lap playing it though. Yeah, she's like playing it on her lap. Maybe she just can't hold it because she's pregnant. Yeah, remember when that was the twist? Was that a twist? I feel like it was a twist. Like when you see her, she's lying down. Yeah, you can tell she's pregnant. Oh, I couldn't tell. Okay. I'm an idiot, though. Uh, thought she or she just carries just a lot like of a fat in her full burrito. It's just like, God, oh, I got a fucking nap now. <laughs> in a field. Yeah, she's like, under Ugh. a tree. And it was 420 when I watched it, so I was like, eh, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was that. Um, so, in terms of the maybe, I mean, talking about uncertainty, I guess. Yeah, and changes and stuff. So. so, it gives you some extra time to, like, play your banjo. That's true. And your mando. Lin. Your banjo mando combo. <laughs> banjo mando combo. Yeah. And um just make a make a country version. Make yeah, country. baby. And harmonies. Harmonies are the big part on this yes. one. Yes. And yeah. how do how do you feel about those? Because I feel like they did okay. Yeah, they're fine. I mean, in terms of the song, it's more about being like on your own. But mm-hmm. whatever. This I, I will compare this directly to Kelsey Ballerini, who's coming up in the year 2018, mm-hmm. and I I feel like that's maybe the version that that the reason that that country version does better for me is simply because it is one singer. That's the live one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But we'll talk. I guess we'll talk about that more yeah. when we get to that version. That will come up later. Look forward to it. Let's let's delve into this music video directed by Jim Gable, who I did not bother to look up. Cool. But that's his name. Shout He's out. He's Anna Gable. Green Gables. If Father. you're Jim Gable, holler at me on Twitter. <laughs> I probably your your ad is at Jim Gable, so just don't even bother with the hashtag. Just, just hit us up. Just hit us up. Hashtag cover me pod. So we got we got three chicks in this video. We we got three chicks. All of them We've very got, Dixie. We, they're Dixie as hell. Dixie as all get out. They, we've got dated CGI. We've got Lots of instruments. We've got a really handy guide for what instruments are in this song. Oh, we yeah. play them. And, um, yeah, that's what I use the video for. So let's see here. We got a chick sleeping with a guitar in a field. A field. We got a chick walking in city streets. And we got a chick in the desert. In the CGI desert. In the CGI desert. It's cracked and dry. And there's, like, a, a plateau. Yeah. Like, not a mountain. Just a plateau. Very strictly not a mountain. Did she climb the plateau? No, she climbs a set of stairs that appear from nowhere. Okay, that's the same thing. That's basically the same thing. And then there's like a, either it's smoke or an upside down waterfall. At yes, that the waterfall's going the wrong way. Yeah. Or it's like a geyser. Yeah, I guess I don't it could be a, a geyser, but why is it there? Is this what they think a snow-covered mountain is? <laughs> that's the changing tides of your life. It's 2002, so people still weren't like quite Google like 
like savvy yet. They're like landslide, yeah. So director Jim Gable's water going up. Like, what is a snow covered hill? What is a mountain? (laughs) What is any of this? What the fuck is this song about? I'm supposed to make a video. He's like, listen, ladies, just just do some things in front of a green screen. We're gonna figure this out. (laughs) You guys play instruments, right? That's you're a band. You're a band. What what is Dixie? What is chicks? What are there are there small chickens in this group? Jim Gable, the man who fell to earth, directed this music <laughs> video. So And so let's see here. What else do we have to say? The house ben, grows roots, the house in the field sleeping chicks land. Grows roots. Yeah. And like a like a plant. Like a tree. They're metaphorical for putting down roots. I guess. But the not a line mentioned in the song. Is this version about like being a mother or something? Like mm, to, to quote the Dixie Chicks. Oh, please do because I'm only saying that cuz one of them is pregnant. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it's a song if it's about it's just about like leaving something behind and changing yeah, I guess. your life. Like, whatever, like so. the one Dixie chick leaves the desert behind on stairs. And then goes into the wavy city? To the ocean. Ocean, To right. the fucking ocean, Alex. That's the same thing. This is a wavy city. There's waves. <laughs> I guess, yeah. It's <laughs> the city of waves, the ocean. Come on by. <laughs> Wave And then the, they, the, the other two the find red doors back. that also lead to the ocean. And Maybe. then one of them, the, the woman in the, the chick in the city gets a haircut after going through the door i feel like they just had two days of shooting and she didn't she's yeah, like i had an appointment she, like she's like sorry i booked this and they're like oh uh, yeah it's about changes right okay <laughs> fuck it and then they just sing at us from the from the rocks from the rocks on the ocean and then they start harmonizing and there's a banjo and a mando later. yeah oh yeah the city chick picks up a guitar just out of the air at one point and plays it so hard that shop windows ripple everything is rippling oh i noticed it mostly on the windows i but- think well, I mean, the buildings are wavy. I think I think at that point I was shook by the reveal of the pregnant grass woman. <laughs> oh shit! Are they representing the three types of Pokemon? Impossible. What do you mean? Because they all end up at the ocean. What do you mean the three types of Pokemon? Like, like grass, grass. You like three starter Pokemon? Oh, okay. Grass like, type, city type, <laughs> and desert type. Of course. <laughs> then yes. Yeah, naturally. And just like Pikachu, there's surf type at the end. Ah, that's the combination of all those three things. That's what happens when you put them together. This, I, this this music video is the 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 fevered dream of a madman. It's I've, yeah. This nonsense. was like I don't even know why there was a director. They clearly just shot in front of a green screen for like mm-hmm. a bit and then gave it to someone else to do the CGI. It's like like 2002. That was Shakira's time, right? That was whenever wherever. Yeah, at least that kind of had a vague story. Yeah, I feel like they looked at that and were like, we want to do that. We, we want to do that, nature. but we don't want to crawl through mud. And they're, and they're like, like no. well, there's no way. Like, is there any way to make a less horny version of this video? And they're like, oh, we can try. <laughs> and they tried. They tried their hardest, but it didn't pay off. <laughs> no, it really didn't. Because this is a horny-ass version. It's, yeah, as soon as you get a pregnant woman in the mix, you know what's on my mind? Sex. Because how did that baby get there? <laughs> Artificial insemination. That's the question. I mean, yeah, that's the question. Never know. Yeah, so that's this version. That's this version. It's uh, I'm not crazy about it, honestly. I get it that it's the hit version, and it hit number one on the adult contemporary or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I can see the appeal. Yeah, I get it. It's not bad. No. But I'm not a countryman. But, I mean, it's the only version, as far as I can tell, that has a mandolin. It's got that going for it. We call that a positive. But you know what the only version with fucking double bass is? 
which as is what they call stand-up basses. LeBang Bang in 2011. Bang. I took my love and took it down. Climbed the mountain and I turned around. And I saw my... Yeah, this is a neat version. Yeah, I don't neat. know much about this group. Let me tell you about this. They are more than enough to conjure up a full-length program that can match the dynamics and richness of color of a philharmonic orchestra. Their words, not mine. That's insane. That is, I it didn't is listen a to their other vocalist songs. and a stand-up bassist. There's like, got to be more members, right? But varied. there's only two on the front. No, it's just the two of them. Okay, because the other, the dude, mm. I assume the bass player, because he's not singing, um, looks a lot like one of the engineering techs at the University of Calgary. Is the engineering tech's name Sven Faller? Pretty sure it's not, but okay, I mean, it could be like a long lost twin or something. And these two, from what I understand, not married, not in a relationship, because the other one is Stephanie Bolt. But my God, most of their promotional photos are just them naked and together. So you think they're libang banging? Possibly. <laughs> I think they should talk to their spouses and be like, listen, the name's not a joke. We're fucking. You know, it's French for the bang bang. No. <laughs> It's been in front of us the whole time. <laughs> um, so this is... Wait, also, hang on. Oh, I also have another quote from their website. Okay. The listener is fascinated by how the two actors played the musical balls from the moment they arrived. <laughs> is, it, is it, I assume, French? Yeah, I think it's... Not, Did you yeah. translate it? No, I think they might be Norwegian or something. Because I'm thinking Sven Faller. Yeah, Sven. Hmm. Sven. Anyway, not English, though. It was translated. Not English. It was translated. Okay. <laughs> Explains the musical ball. Look at the musical balls on these two, <laughs> listeners will say. So speaking of musical balls, um, this yeah, this is kind of a neat version because it ha it's just vocals and bass. Mm -hmm. And like the original is simple, but now they've swapped out something that is often like a solo instrument, the guitar, yeah. for a bass, which is not usually a solo instrument. Mm -hmm. So that's something that is and i think the bass does a good job of maintaining interest throughout the piece i agree it doesn't sound like empty mm -hmm. um it's it's already a fairly sparse song yeah um and this is a more stripped down version but it's not like it works yeah it doesn't it suffer for that and i think that is because of the bass playing i feel like it because really of the symphony colors yeah it was I, I was like wow this is exactly like a philharmonic orchestra Amazing. I said. Uh, that is to what this I from said. my TV. Oh, my goodness. Have I fallen into a philharmonic orchestra? Oh, my Lord. Wow. Uh, <laughs> There's another thing. The way she sings uh, reminds me of something, and I will tell you what that is once I pause this. Um, is it your first kiss? Yes. It makes me, feel, <laughs> makes me feel like I'm 13, and that's not when I had my first kiss, but... When I was 13 and, and playing, no. Guitar Hero? Probably. And then we kissed? And then we kissed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, so the way she sings is very like, the enunciation is very like tip of the, tip of the, you know what I'm talking about? Tip of the tongue, the tip of the, of the lips, thumbs, is that what you're talking about? A lot of, lot of enunciation in the front. Well, yeah, at one point it sounds like Changes she says children. Children. I feel like I think I've heard that before. I mm -hmm. think I don't know. I don't know how to search this. I think it's kind of a jazzy thing, technique-wise. Well, they are listed as a jazz band. So, and they do have a stand-up bass. 
They do. Because the time the I've seen this done because I used to go to a lot of local artists, Kate Stevens shows. Right. Uh because Kat Stevens' daughter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because um she was dating my brother for a while. So I saw her a shout lot. Shout out to Jeremy. And she shout out to Jeremy. If you're Jeremy, hashtag I'm Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> and um she would do this too. And it was kind of when she was like trying to be a little softer. Okay. So she would like so like you still had the kind of power behind it, but with softness. Right. So I think that's the technique to do that. And she definitely had a lot of like jazz training and stuff. So that's what it reminds me of. Okay. Yeah, it's it's definitely like a jazz ish version. It's in the area of jazz. Um she does the ooh ooh section, which would make you think that this is a Dixie Chicks version. But but there's no well maybes. Hmm. Ambiguous. So to quote the Dixie Chicks, well, Maybe it's a Dixie Chicks cover. <laughs> or maybe it's Fleetwood Mac. And I'd still probably take the guitar version over this, though. It's definitely an interesting change, though. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I think they, they have fun with it, you know? I wouldn't be disappointed to hear this at a show. Certainly not. Let's talk about a confusing version for me. Gloria Smith in 2011. I took my love, I took it down. Climbed a mountain and I turned around And I saw my reflection in the snow Gloria Smith, Songs from the Heart Songs from the... Shadows, Shadows from, from the, the past. past Songs from the Heart Songs from the Heart So... Her Facebook summary gets that name wrong, by the way It calls it Shadows of the Past Hmm, that's embarrassing That is embarrassing Do you know she performs secular as well as spiritual music? I do now And so this is confusing because it sounds like a dude singing. It kind of does. She definitely has a deeper voice. But yeah, it is her. I had mm-hmm. to listen to like a bunch of her other tracks, and this is Gloria Smith singing. I believe it. Because on guitar is uh, your boy Phil Osborne. Oh, my boy Phil Osborne. Yeah. Friend of the podcast, Phil Osborne. No, Phil Osborne, I'm... from the Osborne family. You know, of the famous Calgary Osbournes. And this is a kind of a very buzzy version. Yeah. Like, the guitar sounds buzzy. And the way she sings is sometimes at least a little, like, buzzy sounding. Which indicates that this may be the only Smashing Pumpkins cover. It might be. (laughs) We're going to have to do some more, you know, looking into this. There's got to be more research done. But this may be the single, only, official Smashing Pumpkins cover of the song. Courtesy of Gloria Smith. Thanks, Gloria Smith. So the guitar's put through, like, some kind of weird filter or something that gives it that sort of, like, buzz, almost a lo-fi vibe to it. Yeah, I think some of it is just the way the guitar's played or something. Because I think you get that okay. buzzy sound if just like you use certain strings. Oh. I think. Definitely there's brighter and duller strings. But it has that sound to it. Right. And uh, other than that... But yeah, there's a lot of like echo and, and such on this version. And the singing... It's kind of... Mon- I mean... The song is not super like dynamic. There's not. It's not like a huge range or anything. Well, yeah, but it sounds the Smashing Pumpkins version. Hmm? Can I? Love. This version sounds almost it's called Dynamics, Alex. <laughs> kind of monotonous. Yeah, and in I some think ways? she sings off key a couple times. I think so too. Now. I was looking up pitch correction this week, so I'm listening to this like, is this what singing sounds like? But I still think it's a little 
a few a few missed notes and maybe that's fine yeah maybe it's more personal that way you're like i'm not focusing on singing perfectly because i'm feeling the song man but i think if you're a secular slash spiritual artist you don't is, wait, is this a spiritual song? Because if it was a spiritual song, you got to hit it, right? Well, yeah, and that's what I'm thinking is like I wouldn't. I've never heard of somebody being like, "Well, my secular work is like really grungy," <laughs> but like the spiritual stuff, it's like, mm, yeah, mm, maybe very love smooth. It. And they're listed as like acoustic blues or something as their genre, so I don't feel like the. I feel like the grime on this song is not. Cut out that sound I just made, please. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's gonna be our new like <laughs> theme song and like break to commercial bit. Uh, I thought one day we would just steal the like riff from the song "Cover Me." Yeah, that was my one idea. My other idea, I tried to record it on bass, but just the synth solo for uh, "I Think We're Alone Now" by Tiffany. Amazing. <laughs> greatest synth solo of all time. <laughs> that is secretly in every song. Yeah. What a great, what a great thing! I haven't mentioned yeah. that solo in like ten episodes. It's been way too long, but yeah, we're. I'm struggling to like speak about this version. Well, here I've got a note here that just oh. says, Jen. They say she does bad jobs sometimes. You know what? I don't like the vocals. Yeah, the guitar was kind of cool. Heh. Heh. That's all Heh. I got. And it's she doesn't do maybes. Yeah, there's no more maybes. No more maybes. And there's no oo's. So definitely. A Fleetwood Mac cover. Going to the next song. No, oh. just kidding. It's Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> it's a Smashing Pumpkins. Definitely going to the next song, which is The Japanese House. I took my love and I took it down I climbed a mountain and I turned around And I saw my reflection yeah. 2017. So I'm pretty sure this is not what Japanese house music sounds like. No, so it's named after some house Kate Winslet owned. Actor Kate, Actor Kate Winslet. Oh, right. Yeah, I saw that. And then I looked up Kate Winslet, who also does music. Does she? I think. Maybe. She was on Spotify. Oh, neat. English Indie Pop Act. The gang consists of solo artist Amber Bain and producers George Daniel of the 1975 and Blowjob Burton. <laughs> it's BJ. It's BJ okay. Burton. <laughs> But it sounds like a great name that would be like Blowjob Burton. Just oh, a that's dude's just, name that's in just the old blowjob. That's old blowjob Burton. It's just because he talks a lot or something. <laughs> it's such a blowhard. Hey. Yeah, right, blowjob Burton over here. Hey, there, fellas, it's me, blowjob Burton. <laughs> so yes, this does sound like a blowjob. Um, and this this is a daring version because it has actual percussion. They add percussion. Oh. So this we get into, it's like it's indie pop, but it gets into, it starts to dip into that R&B vibe a little. Yeah, this is like, there's like some synths in the background. Yeah, Pretty uh, light. particularly like an angelic synth sustain. Yeah, it's like a pad sound. Yeah. I keep and forgetting that the, the, the term is pad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's actually the term, but I've seen it called that, so I'm... I don't I know trust how that... that more than just being like, yeah, and then angels descended and made synth noises from their fucking mouths. I think that's the sound of their wings, actually. That's just... Well, maybe, because of the way the air moves around it. No, I'm just making that shit up. No. But maybe. Um, and, like, there's still, like, picked guitar, but it's, like, less. Yeah, it's a very stripped-down guitar. And it's very echoey. Yep. And it's, uh, there's vocal harmonies pretty much throughout the piece. Yes. It's just like a like a two track essentially. 
Yeah, I think I don't think it's multiple vocalists. Yeah. And uh we get that that classic solo notes. At the one forty five mark and again near the end of the piece. So that's still sticking around. Except oh. it's way more echoey this time. Yeah, and also there's a bass on this doing the bass notes. Boom. It's not very exciting. Yeah, it's Boom. just root notes. Boom. Boom. The drums I thought were good though. It kinda like held the piece together, you know? Yeah, I don't think there's a an issue with adding drums. No. Um I was listening to a podcast. No. This week, I know. They better been fucking cover me. <laughs> We're gonna hunt you down. Did so, you listen to the intro? <laughs> I was listening to a podcast. Don't freak out. It wasn't cover me. Uh but it was talking about like how music changed between analog and digital. Okay. Yeah. And it splits it up into like different categories. So the first one is all about time. So it's talking about the difference between playing with like a human drummer who can speed up and slow down even in very small amounts versus a computer keeping time with a drum machine right which is always on time like just like a wizard just like a wizard (laughs) it always comes in exactly when it means to and uh i don't think what i'm (laughs) trying to say is even though i think this is a drum machine yeah i would imagine um it died don't have a problem with that no yeah it's good it was it's it's fine this is kind of because it's kind of the whole like vocals backing track idea which we talked about on briefly or like touched on on under pressure right where they specifically said it's like we basically made a backing track and then sang over it and sang over it yeah whereas this is like a fairly straightforward like generic other than it's taking parts of landslide back and track and then this thing over that yeah also worth noting this is a, a spotify single spotify where they get artists to just come some come times you know come times come times speaking of come times <laughs> it's where they get, sometimes they get artists to come in and they're like play and, some like, of those songs you played before and sometimes maybe also a cover and sometimes they randomly delete our podcast episodes yeah sometimes like um we don't support that format i'm like yeah you do <laughs> you did for the past fucking six months I'm like no not a chance Sincerely, Mike from the Spotify team or whoever the fuck. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Shinoda? I wish. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I'd be thrilled, dude. Like, yeah, Mike, there's another problem. Uh, they're not on our podcast as a guest. He'll be like, leave me alone. I'm at my Spotify job and I have to hold down for some reason. <laughs> so he's always working in the background. That's right. Um, yeah. Not a bad song. Not crazy about it. I didn't love the vocals. Yeah. They were I'm, they weren't like Gloria. Like they were reasonably well done, but they were a little flat for me. Yeah, it's just uh I don't know, and especially with the the harmonies are a risk. Because because of the isolated yeah. nature of the lyrics. There's something about having that lone voice kind of just like surrounded by the instruments that makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. You just go like, oh wow. And having lots of echo and stuff, I think, can help that. Yeah. That surrounded feeling. Mm-hmm. But when you start multi tracking a lot takes away takes away speaking of taking away no that's not a good transition it's the hound and the fox i took my love and i took it down i climbed a mountain and i turned around and i saw my reflection 2017 hound plus the fox the hound plus the fox i thought these guys were the guys who did this charming man for children that was the cat and the owl. Camille 
and you can understand my confusion. Camilla Kennerly. and Kennerly are American identical twin actresses and electric slash acoustic harpists who compose, arrange, and perform as the Harp Twins. Well, there's definitely Harp in this one. Yes. And it's definitely played by identical twins. Just one Harp? I'd pr- probably two Harps. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not like each one arm. Like I mean, they're not the Harps Twins, so it could be one Harp. <laughs> These guys, so The Fox and the Hound, just kidding, is a, a hit children's film about a literal fox and a hound who become friends. The hound yeah. and the fox are these two who just, I guess, switch those around so they'd be like, no, it's not the children's movie. Because the ending of the hound and the fox is happy. The ending of the fox and the hound is sad. That's right. Um, and they are, they say this about themselves. We are a husband-wife duo from Grant's Pass, OR, which I believe is Oregon. No, I think it's Operating Room. Okay, yep. And we're from Grant's <laughs> Pass, the Operating Room. We love to both write our own original songs and to do new and unique covers of some of our favorites. Well, this is, I mean... Is this new and unique, Alex? The harp sound definitely changes it. Yeah, a little. This a is, little. This I is mean, it's the album called fucking Moon Time or moon some songs. shit. Moon Songs. Moon Songs. Lullabies for baby and parent. For baby and parent. Just cool. one parent. Yeah, one parent. So this is, a, this is for single parents. <laughs> they wrote this album for single parents. I want to see the other one. It's like for babies and parents. <laughs> oh, yes. That's it's, me. It's all just like songs about how much your <laughs> parents love you. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just Kooks by David Bowie like 20 times. <laughs> so anyway, so apparently we don't support <laughs> single parenthood. Uh, I, I support it. I mean, I'm not. Don't go actively seek <laughs> it out. I imagine it's better to have help just regardless. That's probably a fair statement. But, I mean, if the other person you know. is not being helpful, get out of there. Single parent it. Yeah. DIY and get this album, because it's for you. It's for you. Um, it's, it's got a lot of harp. It's got a harp solo. There's little bits yeah. where they go, like, really fast harp, because, like, you can do, like, all your face harp shredding. Yeah. <laughs> there's a bit of harp shredding. Um, there's vocal harmonies between the fox and the hound on this, but oh. just on the chorus. Well, I've been afraid of changes. Yeah. But whoever is the male voice is a lot quieter. I'm going to say that is the the plus. He's the plus between. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the the hound the fox is is the other member. Yeah. So well, like, like the fox, what? What? So like uh like former like past guest Ruby Swan once said these kind of albums are built when you're a parent and you don't want to listen to Twinkle Twinkle Little Star anymore. And you want your kids to listen to... Yes. Do you want to, like, not have to... Do you want to pretend you're listening to the good tunes? I don't know why this is more of a lullaby than the original version. Yeah, honestly. Is that just because there's harps? I assume so, but, like... There is no reason you could not just play Fleetwood Mac's Landslide. Is is the, like... Is a finger-picked guitar? Ah, here's the reason. Ah. Because this is a Dixie Chicks cover. And the Dixie Chicks version is... That's too much shit. Yeah, it's You don't want to scare a kid with a banjo. A banjo and a mandolin? Jeez. Coming at you at the same time? I mean, I can handle it, but, you know, we're professionals. Yeah, we can A baby? Gonna, gonna kill the shit out of that baby. Uh, yeah, that baby's gonna be dead from oral overload. <laughs> <laughs> oral, like, A-U. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you <know. laughs> like, you know, ears. Yeah, like, like in your ears. <laughs> Not... <laughs> <laughs> Not to go down that road, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dag me.
Yeah, let's I talk about Dagny. I took my love, I took it down. Climbed the mountain and I turned around. And I saw my reflection in the sun. Who is a Norwegian singer who is mononymous? <laughs> do, 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 do. Mononymous. Uh, we got a, we got a, a, I would say a more electronic sounding drum kit yes. than what is present on yes, also the, the Japanese kit. house. There's a, like a high, I think because what's doing the chord changes, just like the single chord notes, I think that's a guitar. Sounds like a guitar. Yeah, with a lot of reverb on it. It sounds like a guitar with a lot of reverb on it. Sick, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a synth track on this that's kind of neat there is it just like doo, 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 doo. I can't, i'm trying to remember how it sounds like. yeah here you literally have it going through your ear holes doo, 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 it's just like climbing up and down doo, 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 yeah it's cool so this is like where this the other one as the the other one i say like everybody knows what i'm talking about this is japanese house kind of like looked at r&b from across the road this one's like what's up like, slid right in slid right in slid up into r&b's dms i was like hey let's hang out it's got, yeah, it's definitely got a lot more going on than most other versions, with the possible exception of the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. But this one also has, like, more drums, and then, like, even more drums come in. Yeah. Later. We got these these breathy pop vocals. We got some, it does it does the ooh-ooh-oohs from the Dixie Chicks version, but done in such a way that it sounds like it's coming from, like, far away. Oh, interesting. And you're like, oh, somebody on a different mountain is You're like, is this yodeling. what texture means? <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe. I have no idea. And, is this uh, Sonic Space? Yeah, this is Sonic Boom, the hit Sonic game. The, like, recent one? Yeah. <laughs> but not the song Sonic Boom. Not the dope-ass Sonic the Hedgehog song, Sonic Boom. Which is not from the game Sonic Boom, it's although the they game. both feature the is same from character. Sonic CD? I think so. Gotta keep you running faster. Save the planet from disaster. Yeah, the the synthesizer mm-hmm. it's kind of like just sits at the top and in the background. It's pretty understated, but it's there. And it I've had I've gone back and forth on it because sometimes I like these things, sometimes I don't, but it's mm-hmm. not even really it doesn't even really do much of a melody. It's more just an arpeggio. Yeah. So, it sounds fine. Sounds yeah, good. It, it works. Out. Like because of the, of the poppier versions, I think this one's probably better than, say, like Japanese House or. Yeah, I agree. Cause, and the vocals are probably more interesting, at least. Yeah, yeah, I think she's got some interesting vocals because they're like, they're like modern pop, but not excessively so. Yeah, and like, like I said, the uh, Japanese House was a little flat for me, and this mm. doesn't. This is just singing the song. Sounds yeah, fine. I can agree to that. Sounds fine. Can you agree that it's time to talk about Kelsey Ballerini? Ballerini. I took my love and I took it down. I climbed a mountain and I turned around. And I saw my reflection. Wish I was a little bit tallerini. Wish I was a ballerini. If I had a girl, I would call her Eeny. Eeny. Eeny? Eeny? 2018. She's an American country pop singer and songwriter from Nashville. This live version is when she was playing in Nashville. From Nashville, please. From Nashville. Live from Nashville. Yeah, so this is a live version. And it's 
it's like the simplest guitar version. Yes. Just like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's root fifth, baby. So, which works, I guess, if you're going to do it live. Yeah. It's just some O-O's. What is love? What is love? And, um... Do you know it? Do you know it? The audience did, in fact, know it. Yeah, and then and then they joined in. Yeah, that was beautiful. Sang along. Was... Which is always nice when you can get an audience to participate. Mm-hmm. Um, it sort of contradicts everything we've said about this being like a, a one-person song, but something about getting the audience to sing it with you is much more pleasing to the ears than just being like, we got vocal harmonies on the track, baby. Yeah, I mean, I guess... It's not like... Hmm. Is it like some together alone shit? Yeah, maybe. It's like... Are they sharing a drink they call loneliness? <laughs> but it's better than drinking alone! I'm trying to think of what I was trying to say, but I, I, can't. I can't. Sorry, is it because I'm saying dumb shit over here? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but possibly also not. Um, and then people cheer sometimes. Yeah. And then, and then everyone sings... Everybody sings, and it's a, obviously, she's a country singer from Nashville. She seems to have fans. She seems to have fans, because they were at the show, and it's clearly a Dixie Chicks cover, because she says, well, maybe, I think. I think someone says, I love you, Kelsey. I love you, Kelsey! Or something like that. I love you, ballerini! Yeah, <laughs> that would be way better. She yeah. should be mononymous and go by ballerini. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, and I was actually surprised that I liked this one. And she does. She does do some some dynamics. It's a respectable live version, but with more uh, more consistency than Billy Corgan does. It's a good, yeah. <laughs> like she holds on the dynamics for a little, like yeah, without just like constantly changing. Just like up down, up down, up down. Um, fuck. And yeah, it's a good, it's good like way to get the band a bathroom break and. Yeah, You're like y'all need to piss. Just kidding. She'd be like, y'all need to piss. Boom, 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 <laughs> Yeah, so I guess it's still finger-picked, but simpler. Yeah, super simple. I assume. And like I said, I like this one better than the Dixie Chicks version. And, you know, it's not, like, excessively country. You can tell she's a country singer, but it's not, like, heavy on the twang. I guess when you've only got one guitar, it's not like you can throw in, like, a yeah. fiddle and, like, a fucking a, a jug. A and a, a jug. jug. I don't a know. A washboard. Is that bluegrass? And just racist commentary. Yes. Let's talk about Thom Cooper. Let's talk about Thom himself. I took my love and I took it down. Climbed a mountain and I turned around. And I saw my reflection in a snow-covered hill. My, my guy does covers, I can tell you that. Well, a lot of covers. This is also 2018. Yeah, it's like all I could find is like, he does covers. This is uh, from a, a playlist called Happy Folk Playlist. Yes. So it's... I don't know how happy it is. Is it happy? I don't know how folk it is, if I'm being frank. Fair enough. It's hard to tell, though. It's just Because a, it's just guitar. It's just a guitar, like, yeah. all the versions are just guitar. So... Yeah, like, I, I would hesitate to even call the original version rock, like, any more than I can call this one folk. Yeah, I don't even know. It's just acoustic jam, my guy. It's acoustic jams, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe it's folk if you don't have the budget to re-record the line you fucked up. Ooh. Maybe. Right. So let's talk about that. Yeah. He says, time makes you older. Even children get older. I'm getting older, too. So he says older a lot. Yeah. Um, he does correct himself much. on a later verse. 
He does say time makes you bolder on the second time around. First time says time makes you older. It and certainly does. It certainly, it certainly does. does um, it certainly does. And what does he say when he, because he's like, landslide brought me down. Or which part? When he says landslide. He says, landslide. Like, I think he says, bought me down. I'm being real. Bot me. If you go right near the end, he, he says it. He repeats it a bunch. All right, I'm listening right now. I'm getting older too. Board me down. Yeah, what the fuck does he say? He says board, board, board. There was a landslide. Board me down. And right at the end, like on his last verse, chorus, mm-hmm. verse, verse, and snow-covered hills, he stops strumming. <sighs> Amazing. And then he says, the landslide brought me down. I, I believe you mean he says, whistle landslide. Whistle landslide brought me down. Maybe if you throw in whistles. Was he from Boston? Whistle landslide. The word is till, Tom. Till a landslide brought me down. It's an accent. Well, actually, this one says, well, the well the landslide Oh yeah, I think on we'll the last bring one you there. down. He doesn't change it though. No, he, he's he's wussa every time. He's just talking about himself. Was landslide. He's very self-centered. Yeah, he sucks. I don't like this version. It wasn't like great. It's like it's just fine. He hits more bass notes. He hits more bass notes. Yeah, there's so there's more low end notes more low? than uh, he does. Like I know a how much you love bass. It. It's my life. You always crank that bass. Ash, and talk I'm, about I'm always bass. there at the Steve Aoki concert. <laughs> Covered in cake. Covered in cake and bass. And bass. And by bass, we mean like chicken stock, like soup bass. Yeah, soup bass. Yeah. Or like that just powder stuff that you're supposed to make, like... Yeah, because... Bou- bou- bouillon? You cover yourself in the bouillon. bouillon powder. Yeah. And then as you sweat, you make a nice... <laughs> it becomes broth. <laughs> like it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> Tasty. And then you get covered in cake for dessert. Exactly. Get, and that's what you do. a full meal at the show. And that's why Steve Aoki concerts smell like chicken soup. <laughs> All right, that has been all of our songs we have talked about today. That has been our opinion, apparently, on Steve Aoki, who I really don't know anything about other than the cake thing. And the Pursuit of Happiness cover. And his long hair. And his snotty nose. And his beady little (laughs) eyes. And his long teeth. (laughs) I think he might be a wolf. He could very well be. Now, Alex, we're going to break this down into three categories today. Best song, worst song, and song most likely to cause an actual landslide. Oh, well, I can answer that one easily. All right, let's start with the worst song then. Which is the worst version of this? Uh, the worst version of this, I think I'm going to have to go with, mm, I can say Japanese House. It was flat for me. Japanese House! It was fine, but it, I didn't really like it that much. Okay. That's, I don't know, I was a little bit in support of Japanese House. I didn't like, uh, honestly, I didn't like, I don't know, I didn't like The Hound and the Fox, but I also didn't like Ginny Riley's version. Ginny Riley, okay. I'm gonna give it to Ginny Riley. Ginny Riley? Not it's- Gloria! No, keep going. <laughs> Singing glory. All right, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, what? So, so yeah, now. Actually, you know what? Oh, fuck, Glory. <laughs> <laughs> she was worse than Ginny. All right, Ginny was just kind of boring. 
Yeah. Now the best version. Best version. This Who is did the best tough because I wasn't crazy about yeah, a lot of these. Yeah, I didn't think any of them were like amazing. Yeah, none of these even come close to the original. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, like, like Dagny was all right. It was interesting. Kelsey Ballerini did a good live performance. Yeah. But I don't know if I would give it best. I, I don't want to give it to Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. I'll start it off. Yeah. I'm going to give it to the Dixie Chicks. Because they definitely successfully transplanted it into a country context. And we were saying, because it's just a guitar. Right. Just playing that, it doesn't really mean a lot in terms of genre. Mm-hmm. But I think they, I mean, adding the banjo sound and the mandolin sound made it sound more country. Yeah, you're right. And they, they successfully and they do a it decent job. Like a country song. It's yeah. decent. The music video is fucking stellar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love dated CGI and wavy buildings. And, yeah, wavy buildings and all sorts of dumb shit. That's what I love in music videos is dumb <laughs> shit. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I guess I'll fucking second you and give it to the Dixie Chicks. Interesting. I have no other choice. I can't give it to Smashing Pumpkins, even though I would listen to that version again. Because it is is the reason you don't want to give it to the Smashing Pumpkins because it's the most likely version to cause an actual avalanche or landslide. Because that's what I think. I was yeah, because of the volume control. Because of the right? volume, yeah. Because <laughs> you'd be like, it's quiet and suddenly, boom. <laughs> Fuck! It's, the whole thing's coming down now. And then you're. Dead and or changed. Yeah. Or dead. Or changed. Or dead. Ch- you took the change from life to death. It's a change. It's a change. It's a crossroads, if you will. Yes, it is. It's so yeah, that that is what I would have picked for for most likely to cause a landslide. Well, it looks like we're pretty unanimous. Not entirely, but mostly. Yeah. So Alex, that's our that's been our main segment today. Ugh. And uh, if you guys have differing opinions from us, you can holler at us on Twitter. Tell us if there are any more interesting versions as well. Because yeah, I would be uh, curious about that. There's got to be like a lot of versions of this. Yeah, tell us we about didn't cover the them acapella all. version or death metal version. That is totally cool. Tell and us about very rad. that one time it was on Glee. Yeah, tell us about the Glee version, which uh, Stevie Nicks says successfully combined the Fleetwood Mac version and the Dixie Chicks version. Which, how do you do that? Probably just by doing the Dixie Chicks version, but in a Fleetwood Mac way? What does that even mean? Nothing. It means nothing to me. It means nothing to me, brother. <laughs> Let's talk about our bonus segment, which I prepared in advance today. Sweet. I lied, Alex. No, I believed you. <laughs> I had nothing prepared. Alex, it's, it's, what's your favorite Easter jam? My favorite Easter jam? Yeah, you got me, brother. Um... Easter's in the air. East, it is Easter. Here, we'll, here, Sunday. we'll fucking switch this up. What's the best track on Jesus Christ Superstar? <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, okay. Okay, I don't know Jesus Christ Superstar that well, I'll no. admit. Uh, but so which of the two bit. Judas tracks is your favorite? Um, I mean, let's just, let's just both say Judas <laughs> Uh, so what is it? Damned for all time, and just uh, don't say I'm damned all time. And then like superstar. Yeah, he does another one, doesn't he? Probably. Blood money. Yeah, no, that's the same one, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, because he that he's saying that to the to the Pharisees. Right. Yes, he is. So yeah, he has more songs. Is, he, he's like he, he's the first. He introduces the whole thing. He's the first guy to Jesus sing. To this one and yeah. I give. 
Please remember that I want us to live. He's... We are occupied. Have you forgotten how put down we are? <laughs> He's an important character. All your followers are blind. <laughs> Too much heaven on their minds. Heaven on their minds is the name of that <laughs> okay. track. And it was beautiful, but now it's sour. Oh yes, it's all God sour. Oh Jesus, is it sour? God sour. Listen, Jesus, to this water. Thank you. This water. Just keep it going. Just keep it going. <laughs> come on, come on, listen to me. So let's just say Jesus Christ Superstar, the whole thing. <laughs> How about we just say that? I mean, what other Easter jams are there? Um, There comes Peter or Cottontail. Songs about rabbits. Hopping down the bunny trail. Songs about chickens. Hippity hoppity Easter's on its way. Songs about eggs. Yeah. What songs are there about eggs? Let's see if there's songs about eggs. I was going to say, uh, was it, did I? How was that even possible? I what? saw Jesus Christ Superstar. I did too. In high school with the Amanda of high school fame and like her family. Right. Didn't you also see A Christmas Carol? A Christmas Carol? Yeah. yeah. Cool. This tight in high school to not date girls, but still just be there with their family and be like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. That sounds a little awkward. See, I was tight. That was good. Good was stuff. it with the guy? Because I said it was with original Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I also saw uh, Jesus Christ Superstar in when we were in high school, and Judas was the guy from Living Color. Yeah, the guy who does Cult of Personality. Yeah. Or whatever. So that was kind of neat. Yeah. And he sang Superstar at the end, and he dropped his sunglasses. Way to go, Judas Iscariot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Judas. So yeah, that's I guess Easter jams. Yeah. What's the other Jesus Christ Superstar song that people sing? What's the buzz? Tell, tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that was exactly okay. what. Yeah. The question is, Alex, why was Andrew Lloyd Webber so obsessed with humanizing Judas Iscariot? Um... Is it because he's actually Judas? Like in that Dracula reboot where Dracula was Judas? What? <laughs> I think it's Dracula 2000. And that's why he's like, that's why silver hurts him. Because like the 30 silver pieces. That he he attained. I have for not seen that. Betraying. Movie. I haven't seen it, but I, I I think Jason talked to me about it once. Jason, the murder from Friday the Thirteenth. Not our friend from school. Friend of the podcast. A friend of the podcast. Murderer Jason. Murderer Jason. Famously a fat kid at a summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And this is gonna be out like two weeks after <clears throat> Easter. So what a terrible question to I ask. I know, right? You guys want to send us questions for us to answer? Holy fuck, we'd be thrilled. Hashtag cover me pod. That's yeah. C-O-V-E-R-M-E pod, P-O-D. Um, rate and review us on iTunes. We need more rates and reviews. Be honest, be generous. So if you but think most of all, just four stars, like, give us five anyway. And yeah. Write an honest be review. Be honest, but be generous. There you go. Um, remember it. Remember, it's all or nothing. That's right. You can follow me on Twitter at Jake the Cressy. Sometimes I post things. I haven't recently because I was at an internship and I didn't want to lose my internship where I didn't get paid. Yeah, I probably could just post it, whatever. 
and follow Alex at some Alex Wise guy. He never posts anything, except occasionally he uh, he retweets things from me. Did I? Did I? I was gonna say something recently and I didn't. I don't think you did, Alex. No, I don't think I did either. Because it probably would have told me, like, Alex has posted for the first time ever, and I would have been like, oh wow. I would have said the oh, same thing. Wow. Wow. It's yeah, that's been our episode. <clears throat> I've told you what to do. Yeah, the last time you did anything was February thirteenth where you retweeted me saying that we got Nick on for in the airplane over the sea. Sweet. Day before Valentine's Day. Talk to us people, we're losing our fucking minds. And as we always say on cover me, get the cover out of here and into your ears.